and welcome to Still Buffering, a sister's guide to teens through the ages. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McRoy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. Well, we are back from vacation. So, we're, as you can tell, we're just thrilled to be here. Yay. No, I'm a- kidding. We're always happy to be here. Riley's double thrilled because she's in school now, too. <laughs> yep. So happy. At least we planned our vacation during your first week of school so yeah. you could miss a week. So I could miss five days of three AP classes and have Ooh. all of that work to make up in two days. Hey, I have a question for you, Sid. Uh, <laughs> I, had one, I had one as recently as last night. You, you being slightly older than me, do the anxiety dreams about like showing up to school without your work done, do they ever stop? Because <laughs> I've been out of for like 12 years. I had a dream about going back to school last night, too. That is so weird. Yeah. I totally did. I actually dreamed that for some reason I had to go for Riley, and I was going to her classes, and so I was having to also explain to the teacher why I was there. Like, Why were you there? I'm an adult, I know, but <laughs> I'm here to take notes and keep track of things so I can give the information to Riley. I don't know why you couldn't be there, because you couldn't, and uh, I couldn't fit in the chairs because they were so small. <laughs> <laughs> Because I'm a grown-up. What, what kind of t- children do you think I go to school with? I don't know, but tiny, it was that same, like, children. like I'm looking at the schedule, and I don't know where I'm supposed to be. I can't find the classroom, and then I get there, and I might be in the wrong one. And then they start talking about things, and they're like, well, you haven't been here for the last six weeks. You've missed six weeks of class, so you don't know what's going on. And, oh, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have dreams like that every night, and then I wake up, and they're reality. See, I mean, that's, I, I just thought they would wah, stop. Wah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you think you'd get out of school long enough, but it's just, you know, you'd have, I, I don't have, I mean, I have some anxiety drinks about, about my job, but they're mainly all school related. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, me too. No, I, I don't ever about my job, really. Yeah. Mm, uh, school. I didn't give a chime of dream about school last night because my teachers gave me all my work for five days of missing school to be at the beach. But I mean, why was I going to do work at the beach? So, of course, they expected it all to be done when I got back because, like, I was gone for, you know, nine days, two weekends, and five school days. So, why couldn't I get it all done? Did it all yesterday because we didn't get back until late Saturday night. So, it's up until about four. Yeah, well, joke's on them. What did we do instead? We played board games. <laughs> that was a that, good transition, Sid. That was a different kind of research. Yeah, hey, good job. <laughs> it kind of ruins Thanks. it when you call it out, though. <laughs> Oh, we got we got off topic, but we we made it back. (laughs) Only took us like three minutes. I was working on. I was thinking, how can I how can I move this smoothly, so that you can call me Sydney. We're talking about board games. Sydney smooth. Sydney smooth. (laughs) Smooth. Instead of Sydney smurl, Sydney smooth. Smooth McElroy. I don't like it. Do you think we can get that started? No. Can we have that legally changed? Because smurl is like a weird sound. Could be like a disease of some kind. (laughs) I'd be so much better. My life would be so much better if I was Miss Smooth. I will tell you that, you know, Smurl, of course, is my maiden name, and I have now made it my middle name. Like, legally, Mm -hmm. my name is Sydney Smurl McElroy. And as weird of a last name as people always thought it was, boy, they do not understand it as a middle (laughs) name. (laughs) What's your middle name? Smurl. What? (laughs) What did your... It's my maiden name. Stop. <laughs> that totally sounds like an alien trying to like get by as a human, but not understanding like basic <laughs> constructs. Smurl. My middle name. <laughs> that was like we were standing in front of Kroger yesterday. Justin was finishing checking out, and Charlie was being a crazy person, so she was just running around <laughs> the store. Right, scream- right. She actually was running at kids and screaming at them. That's my favorite thing that she does. Yeah, that runs in the family. I still do that. The kids were screaming back, uh, but <laughs> maybe it's like their 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 calls. It's like a language they have that I, I don't know. That's the basis of all human interaction. We get slightly more nuanced, but it's really just that. <laughs> ah! <laughs> she was running around out front. They have a big display of ceramic pumpkins. Mm-hmm. Because they're getting ready for fall, but it's sept like it's still August. It's no, like yeah, two Halloween. weeks away from September. The, the totally pump- Halloween the pumpkins are there. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Halloween, but it is not even September yet. But I asked her. I said, "Do you want to name the pumpkins?" Yes, she did. And the pumpkins <laughs> were named. There were two that were, were named Plump and Hero, which like that's okay. Those are words. Uh, and then she named one Pitcha. Okay. Okay. Like that's a na- like she was like Pitcha. 
Smurl. And then she named the <laughs> other one. She was like, uh, Rekacek. And I said, what? <laughs> Rekuvek? No, Rekacek. And she oh. consistently called it Rekacek. And uh, she's just like making up. Uh, that's what it reminded me of. Like somebody like, what are human names? Rekacek. <laughs> I don't know. You know, kids are open to different levels. Like maybe those we don't know that the names of, in pumpkin society. Maybe they were just introducing themselves to her. What's your name? Like get duh, check? Mom. Okay. Yeah. No, mom, not Reykjavik. Don't Clearly insult a city. the pumpkin. Jeez, oh, ex- please excuse my mother. She doesn't understand pumpkin language. Maybe that was what she was thinking, but really, she was just kind of like. <laughs> That's what kids are thinking all the time. <laughs> Um, um, we did play board games. We're though, talking about board games at the beach. Week. We played, and and not just any board games. Uh, Justin and I spent some time obtaining in money. <laughs> yes, and some money. We had to win some eBay auctions, obtaining some classic board games that we remembered growing up. I mean, not maybe not so much Justin, but like I know Taylor and I were big fans of, so that we could introduce them to Riley. And I loved it. Oh, wait, I skipped to the end, but I did. <laughs> we played them all together while we were at the beach. Spoilers, she loved it. Because so, I love board games. Sydney, you hate board games. I, I do, but I liked this. I love board games so much. I love them. Sydney, why don't you like board games? Because I feel like it has something to do with not winning. <laughs> I, find, I, find, um, I find some games, most games, very stressful because I feel... <laughs> I feel the need not just to perform well, like to achieve success in said board game, but also there are games that involve humor and or cleverness. And this is like a test of your degree of, of, you know, Hmm. cleverness. Uh, And if you are not funny or clever enough, then you will be a letdown to everyone else involved. And so I feel a lot of stress playing board games. Like, what is this that we're doing right now? Is this not a comedy podcast? I was going to say, I said, you, you, you are in the McElroy family. I feel like that's every interaction with them. It's just like, you know, like we all have to be funny and clever. And oh, God, I'm just going to be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> that's exact. But the, I mean, Goose. board games are like. And they excel a, at board games. <laughs> I know. And they love board games. The, this family that I've married into, they love them. And so it's like a concentrated form of that. I, I've learned how to hang like I can hang <laughs> with the <laughs> with the group pretty well. But in a board game and, and I mean, I'm thinking of games like uh, uh, the game of or what is game of things? The game of I things. I love that game where you have That's to like write down game. what something is right now, like, like fake definitions not to for do things. in public. Or and yeah. you write down no, and you else. have to guess who said what. Yeah. Anyway, the point is that you, you're, people are trying to write something funny. Everyone's, everyone's See, trying to how... be like to win, but also be clever and win. And I just, I don't know. It, it really so, stresses so me So there's out. like live action role playing is, is being surrounded by macro is like live action board gaming. <laughs> it is. <laughs> okay. It is. That like you have to assume. Thing. <laughs> you have to assume your board game character. It's not just enough to to board game. You have to board game in a character, and it's it's intense board gaming. And I just it stresses me out because I feel like I'm gonna write something down that I think is funny, or I'm gonna say something. And everybody's gonna be like, "Ah, oh, geez, not Sydney again." That's exactly what I think. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. Well, there she I, goes. Say it's like she Sydney again. <laughs> It's like all board games became a little bit like Pictionary, which always had that kind of stress for me. Pictionary, where you have to draw something and other people have to guess it, which was the worst game. When I people... bet Taylor loves that game. Actually, no, not at all. Because people really? are like, oh, I want you, you're going to be good at this game. And I'm like, oh, no, pressure. And then it's just like, it's like my hand just develops a seizure. It's like, I don't know how to do this. Don't look at me. I need time and space. And sometimes I'm not inspired. <laughs> Or meanwhile, I draw I draw blobs that look like nothing, and I finally just get mad and write a word, which you're not supposed to do. That's against the rules. <laughs> I know, Sydney. but I hate it because I can't draw. I find it very taxing. And even like I think I'm good at coming up with like I could draw this simple object, and this would indicate the thing that it is supposed to be. I can come up with that part. It's the then performing it with my hand. But I mean, let's performing let's be very, it. 
there's the game of Pictionary, and then there's the actual game of Pictionary. And the actual game is ridiculing each other on your lack of drawing abilities. That is what yep. the game is. Everybody just starts that, making yes. fun of you and laughing at I you. Think- and you take turns being laughed at. <laughs> That's absolutely true. Yeah, I think that uh, my favorite version of Pictionary is when uh, you get the little guy. You ever play that version of Pictionary? You get the little guy that's made out of like whiteboard material. Oh yeah, and it comes with a little like rectangle and a circle, so you can make other items as needed. But then the like the word shows up on the bottom of his foot, and you get to draw on your little guy. Yeah, that was like an evolution. Yeah, that was my Pictionary. The Pictionary. That that was not the game we played at the beach, though. No, we played um, old school. Um, what appear to be slumber party board games is I what I would a call fair them. Fair critique of them. They were they were definitely board games we played at slumber parties. Yeah, Taylor, did you play any of the games? So to to just to name a few, like we got Dream Phone, Love, Par- Party Mania, Love, Mall Madness, Super Love, Secret Diary. Didn't get to play it. Ask Sandar. Didn't get to play it. Did That's I forget it. any? Is that it? That's it. Taylor, did you play these games at slumber parties? I don't think I... I know you had these games. Um, we actually would just hijack various objects from these games for, like, pretend play. Like, I remember using, <laughs> <laughs> like, the Xandar crystal ball and, like, playing with that as, like, a prop in, like, a, a game. Same with, like, the Dream Phone phone. And, and Mall Madness, we, like... And I like that game because there, there were many elements. I like the credit cards that talk to you. I've played that a few times. But I think more of the, like... I don't know, the, the slumber party game, so to speak. We're definitely, like, not... They're a little bit too controlled for my friends. We, we wanted to use our imaginations. We wanted to work outside of the box. Yeah. Break the mold. <laughs> yeah. well, well, we liked those games. Um, we started with... The first one that Riley played with us was Dream Phone. Can I just say, I loved it. <laughs> and there were so many dreamy boys on the other end of that Dream Phone that wanted to talk to me. I don't know that they were dreamy. Okay, a few of them are very dreamy. Taylor thought one of them was particularly dreamy. Oh, well, now see, look how fickle my heart is. I can't even remember his name now. Steve. But Steve. You, d- you did think Steve was very dreamy. You loved Steve. He was a skater. He, he had, like, a very kind face. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he have an earring? <laughs> he kind of looked like, like Sean from Boy Meets World. Oh. Yeah. Now when you say mm, that. Know, right? <laughs> All right, that Ryder weird Strong. floppy hairdo. Oh, Ryder Strong. He just gets oh, better with age, you. though. Yeah, he if does. You look at him right now; he's just, he's just even better. Yeah. Is he? Single? I mean, I, well, I mean, uh, just, just asking. <laughs> yeah, he probably listens to the show. Hey, Ryder, uh, <laughs> if you're still single, life So cabin. is my sister Taylor. <laughs> Love doing cabin fever. <laughs> I mean, he's no Pacey in the you know spectrum of teenage heartthrobs, but sure. Well, we can agree to disagree on that. Joshua Jackson forever. Right, Riley, uh, who was your favorite in a dream Um, I don't remember their names. I know I liked Bob <laughs> and Dad. If you just name like generic male names, <laughs> you're you'll, right. you'll name one of them. But then you have to be careful because there was one guy in there that had a very generic male name, but he was not a dreamy boy. Hmm. I they. Something with a D-A at the beginning. Was it you Dale be, or you Dan? You best not be talking or about Dan? Dale, because Dale was dreamy. Dale. Dale was my second favorite. So the premise of this game is that there is a boy who has a crush on you. So it also assumes, it assumes a couple, it assumes a couple things. One, it addresses you as a girl, like yeah. in the instructions. The instructions say you and your girlfriends and like, if your friend does this, give her this and she'll have to do this and... So the game assumes that only uh, straight females are playing it, uh, and that, and then you there is a boy who has a crush on you, and you need to find this boy. And the only way you can do it is through a series of clues that other boys <laughs> are going to tell you on the and phone. And one of the boys that's giving you a clue could be the boy that has a crush on you, because that's just how this game works. Which is really weird. So you have a <laughs> giant pink phone. Which at the time would have been like comparable to a cordless phone. Yeah, except now <laughs> I'm looking at it phone. and I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, that would have been about, I mean, I mean, there's a slightly larger bottom to it, but like mm-hmm. that was about the size of a normal cordless phone. Yeah. yeah. It's like Zach this- Morris cell phone size. It is. It is Zach Morris cell phone size. But you have this giant pink phone. And so you, you want to find out, you have boy pictures, you have boy pictures <laughs> with phone numbers. With phone numbers. And where they like to hang out. And you have to call the boys and then they give you clues. So it's like... it's It goes something like this. Sydney, pretend to be dialing a phone for me. Uh, the correct boop, sound boop, effect boop, is boop. Boop, yes. boop, 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 boop. <laughs> Hi. I know where he hangs out. And then it gets real quiet so only you can hear it. But he's not at the mall. <laughs> <laughs> and then the game board has visual representations of multiple locations. And there are multiple boys at each location and then they have like highlighted details about them. Like some of them yeah. are wearing jackets. Some of them are like they're all cookies. Yeah, they're all. It's really funny. They're all like in silhouette. So yeah. you can't see their face or really like anything about them, except for like some of them are wearing neon ties. And some of them are wearing <laughs> blue jeans. And the way that you figure out who your secret admirer is, is where they hang out, what food they eat or maybe don't, what clothes they wear or don't wear. And what sports they like. What sports they like. (laughs) These are the things that matter. All I know is in the game that we played, the clue that was revealed to me was, I know what he likes to eat, or he'll eat almost anything, but not pizza. And I was like, I'm out of the game. I'm out. I don't, I'm not interested. (laughs) Because you're not interested in pizza. Deal broken. (laughs) There's a few cards you can play to like make you, like the secret you get on the phone, you have to tell someone else. Like they play a card against you or like tell everyone or you don't get to call someone for that turn. And there was one turn that I got a call and said, he was like, hey, tell me what they said. She played her card. And I was like, he doesn't wear blue jeans. <laughs> so Sydney and I sat there like secretly looking at the board for five minutes trying to figure out who was wearing blue jeans and who wasn't wearing blue jeans. And the way they tell you those clues, by the way, are that the guys say this to you. He looks cool in whatever he wears. But he doesn't wear blue jeans. And like, I like the way you said whatever he wears. That's, that's exactly, exactly how they say it. Yeah. Uh, and then sometimes the guys are real jerks because you call them and they go, I know who it is, but I'm not telling. And that's your whole turn. And you lose your turn. Yeah. So then eventually you find your secret crush and you call him and he's like, that's right, baby. It was me all along. <laughs> I set up That's a it. series of clues for you to follow. <laughs> <laughs> like, once you've worked that hard to, to, to figure out who your crush is, you're like, man, you, you have to, you've got some issues you need to figure out. Like, you to make this a, a Riddler-esque mind game for me to find you. I'm not down for that. I don't want to jump through hoops. That's definitely a, a certain taste that you have to have for that, for that particular fella. Like, yeah, this is what I'm into. I will say, though, this game gets a little... <laughs> so a lot of people say as a selling point, I don't play games. And this guy's like, oh, I do. <laughs> I'll meet you for dinner tonight somewhere. Call 20 of my friends to figure out the spot. <laughs> one of the friends you may be calling is me, but I won't tell you if it's me or not. Also, I look cool in whatever I wear. <laughs> Except for anything yellow. I think this is a sociopath. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I won that game by the way um i i won the dream boy yeah you did um, you did but like this game gets a little repetitive because you have to call so many boys because each time they call you you can only eliminate about two people and there's what like 30 boys on there mm-hmm. yeah it takes a while and if people like you know make you skip your turn it gets really repetitive so i got kind of tired of it close to the end and i looked at sydney and said Hey, you want to tell me who you have left, and I'll tell you who I have left. I saw you do so that. We, it was so close. <laughs> we we hatched a deal, and we figured out there could only be two possible dream boys if we combined our lists of boys we had crossed off. So Taylor went, and she called one of them, and then I called the only other one that was left, and I won the dream boy. <laughs> you won so the you, dream boy. You stole the dream boy. That's what you did. You stole. Oh, you stole. To be fair, he wasn't the dreamiest of boys, so he I'm okay not. with that. I'm I'm real glad. I just kept picking at Steve over and over. <laughs> just what is it now? <laughs> is it Steve now? Come on now, Steve! Steve, look at me, please, Steve. <laughs> I so, respect a unique spirit. 
we so we played Dream Phone and Riley did win and that was fun. But I think then next we played Party Mania, which I enjoy. Party <laughs> Mania is a game. I love that even more. That traditionally comes with a VHS tape. <laughs> Uh, which you just watch the tape, which is also nice too, because it limits the length of the game. I like mm-hmm. that. I like a defined period of gameplay. Mm-hmm. Like there's nice. no risk that I'm going to be playing this game for hours. Yeah, no, it's, it it's can like, like be on 30 for 38 minutes. minutes. So yeah, yeah. 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 So, so that's the whole length of the game. And you follow the instructions as you hurry around the board to, so you're trying to go to a party and you've got to do your chores and then you got to get ready. Yeah. And once you get rid of all your chore cards and you collect all of your get ready tokens... You go to the And those party. get ready tokens, like, I don't know what this character we are supposed to be uh, portraying does when she gets ready, but, like, she needs a whole separate token for getting her shoes ready than her outfit ready. And her nails. <laughs> what kind of... Yeah, and her nails and her jewelry and her makeup and her hair. This is a complicated get ready process. It is. Um, but it's, a, like, it's the biggest party of the year. It's the I've, Taylor Twins party. I've, I've had a I've had a pun saved up. Not really a pun, a joke saved up since we played it. Can I go ahead? Yeah, it's the best way to deliver a joke. Let people know you're <laughs> tell a joke. Uh, excuse me, everyone. Riley's about to tell a joke. If you'll pay attention, please. Okay, Riley. <laughs> this will be funny. Commence with the joke. Prepare for laughter, everyone. Sorry. I need three. I need a second. Two. One. <laughs> joke. As I was playing the game and I realized how hectic I got, it got, I realized this is why they call it a mania. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Riley. Where is your father? Maybe just roll into that one. No intro needed. See how it's taken. Decide if it's a joke oh. later. <laughs> <laughs> was that good? That was, it was perfect. I'm but very like, proud of you. It is very hectic. <laughs> it is it, thank you but it is hectic like then there are note cards that give you times so the little clock is ticking down as you're playing mm-hmm. and there are times so it just it goes from like noon to five or something like that and when it hits that time on your note card if you stand up and do whatever it tells you to you get to get rid of a chore card and whoever you do it with gets rid of a chore card too and it's just like i looked around at one point and scampy mike was standing up he was like sydney sydney what am i doing and skittles joe was like justin justin look at what i'm doing tell me what i'm doing and you'll get rid of a chore card please tell me what i'm doing yeah it's and they're always they're always things like dance or be a bee (laughs) play soccer it's a very avant-garde edition of the game everything else is pretty pretty straightforward but that's like you could do your chore or you could be a bee (laughs) (laughs) and you're you're cheered on by max and luke Oh, I love Max. Yeah. Max is so dreamy. I'll take that Luke any day. He wore Henley. And they're both fighting. They're both <laughs> fighting for you. And they both really want to see you at the party. And I, they both help you with your chores. And they come to your house and give you get ready tokens. Which is a little... Uh, Sydney. Actually, wait. Boys are so dreamy. I gotta say something, though. And this is after some, some retrospect. You know who I most wanted to go to that party with? The, the twins. The Schlumper brother. no. Brothers, no? Uh, it's the actress who was Kaylee from Firefly appears in this. In one of her early, early... Uh, I- Elizabeth? Elizabeth? No. It is I. Uh, it is I. I thought it was I. Elizabeth. She is clearly... She is smart. Oh. She is talented. She is there for you. You guys clearly have a, have a solid relationship. That's who I wanted to party with. Yeah, and she, like, comes to your door, and she's like, I'll help you with your chores if you let me go to the party with you. It's like, aw. Yeah. I liked her, and I liked Tanya because Tanya was a gossip, and she had all the scoop. And then I liked our best friend, Becca, who was always doing chores for us. Yeah, like, over the phone. I don't really understand that, but, I mean, you know, whatever. (laughs) I also did, like, the Schlumper Brothers. too much. And the Schlumper Brothers, you know, by today's standards, we would we would love those guys. Let's be honest. Yeah. You know, if you gave the Schlumper Brothers one of those like '90s take off your glasses and put on a cute outfit makeovers, they would have been dreamy. Let's be real. But no, let's face it, they were Max and Luke. <laughs> <laughs> they, were, they were Max and Luke in glasses. They were just they Max had and Luke in glasses. They were. Oh, this is they like were? a weird. No. This is like a weird gaslighting thing. <laughs> there is either way you end up with us tonight. That if that was true. 
you all would have just blown my mind. Wait, this and is I your also, territory conspiracy theory, Riley. But like, I also would not have worked that hard to get to that party if I could have just stayed home and been with the Schlumper brothers that were secretly Max and Luke because Max is so dreamy. Hmm. Well, do you like Wayne or Oscar better? Who? The Wayne. Schlumper brothers? Yeah, which one? I don't know which one's which. One of them had writer's strong hair. Can I go back to that? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. No, they did. They did. That and her name deep. was Catherine Andrews. Catherine, Catherine Andrews. Andrews. Tis I, Catherine Andrews. I knew it was something like that. I knew it was something like Catherine or Elizabeth. Or, or. Uh, I, I, now, I, did, the best thing about this game is that all of us can win. Yes. And all three of us did win. Yes. We all got to go to the party. We all got to hang out with Max and Luke. Except and all the boys had to hang out with the Schlumper brothers. That's right. Justin and Scampy Mike and Skittles Joe all had to hang out at home with the Schlumper brothers. The Schlumper I, brothers. You know, I bet they had a pretty chill time. I bet they did, too. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know what? I want to keep talking about board games, sisters, but Riley? Can we go check out and see what's happening in the group message? Yeah, let's check that out. So uh, this week we have... Uh, another ad it is a very special week from a very special very special place sydney would you like to tell us about it yes so our sponsor this week is CISO. now we mentioned CISO the last couple of weeks but in case you have forgotten CISO is an on-demand streaming comedy service anytime anywhere comedy when you when you need it you need it all the time yeah just like pull out your phone it's like bam comedy there it is you need a chuckle uh, and CISO is, we, we've been aware of CISO for a while because eventually it will be bringing you the My Brother, My Brother and Me show. Yes. Uh, but that is not the only excellent show that you can find There are CISO so many. Because it's curated so that you can find all the good stuff. Um, and you can see original series, uh, things that you've never checked out before, things like Harmon Quest, uh, Take My Wife, which we told you about the last couple weeks, uh, Hidden America with Jonah Ray. Um, but then there are also classic shows uh, that maybe you just like to binge watch. Things like, I know for me, a binge favorite is Parks and Rec. God, I love watching Parks and Rec. Is available. They also have things like Monty Python and The Kids in the Hall. They've got British comedies, if you're into that. I am. Things like The Mighty Boosh and The Office UK. The Office UK. Yes. So all of this is available to you for only three ninety nine a month. And did we say it's ad-free? It is ad-free. 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 No ads. And if you want to check it out, you get one month free trial when you sign up. So CISO has a ton of awesome comedy. Go to CISO.com and start your free trial today. When I say CISO, that's S-E-E-S-O.com and start your free trial. It's totally worth it. Wonderful streaming comedy curated. So the best stuff straight to you. CISO.com. Do it right now. Start watching Parks and Rec. Um, so board games. We played some more. <laughs> Great transition there. Um, Thank you. <laughs> you'll ascend to my level someday. <laughs> uh, so we played some more board games. Uh, actually, Tay, you did not get to join us for our Mall Madness experience. You played Mall Madness without me? I know. I'm sorry. It was just me and Sydney and Dad <laughs> and Justin. <laughs> yeah. Dad was really into Mall Madness, He really was. He really wanted to win Mall Madness. Um, um, all right. Well, all I right. won. Okay. There's a theme here. Um, but I know, Taylor, you played Mall Madness before. And the game is no less bizarre now than I imagine it was when we were kids, which is a giant. It's like you build a mall, first of all. You, you have the board game and you build a mall with all of the different stores mm -hmm. and like a bridge to the center bank where you go to like fill up your charge card with more money <laughs> and then you travel about the mall. Your little person travels about the yeah. mall and you have to buy six things from any store and then get out of there. Yeah. That's your job. Is yeah. this game an indoctrination into consumerism? <laughs> Do you think it's a trick people into <laughs> buy? It does make the mall look like so much fun. Pretty bomb. Yeah. And like and I also cards are how you get there. Yeah, and mm -hmm. like apparently a mall has this bank where you just like go up to it and press a button and it's like take fifty dollars, <laughs> take one hundred dollars. That's how banks work. You just put a card in and they put money on it and that's it. Yeah, but um, yeah, it was. I won. 
I bought all the things first. I got all the deals, all the sales and the clearances, which uh-huh. is my favorite part because <laughs> there are some parts of the board you can't see when you're sitting on one side of it. So like midway through the game and partway through the game, it'll be like, attention shoppers, there is a sale at this store and a clearance at this store and a sale at this store. And they say it so fast. You like have all these little sales signs in your hands. You're like, where do they go? I don't know where the shoe store is. Someone find the card store. I also like that there is a phone store. Yeah. And that you are buying something there for like $75. Yeah. Like what are you buying at the phone store for $75? So do you, are you told? I mean, because if it was a... Are you told the things you buy or is it just you bought something? There is an there is an item available at each place. Yeah, it gives you like a card of all your different sh- like uh, shopping options. And it's like at the record store, you can buy a compact disc. Regular <laughs> price, it's $30. Uh, sale, it's $20. And clearance, it's 15 And then if you like put your card in and it sometimes it'll say like, oh, the line's too long. Wait until later. But mm. then if it already tells you there's a clearance, you know, you get to pay the clearance price. Or sometimes you just get lucky and they're like, hey, you get a special sale to pay the sale price. It also was a time before games, I guess, could keep track of things like whose card went in and how much money was on the card. And you, you, we did not have the technology for this yet. So all of this is like all your money is really just basically monopoly money that is controlled by the banker. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like <laughs> you put your card in, but then you pay in cash. Yeah. <laughs> Just scan your card and then hand me a big wad of fake cash and we're cool. Um, And my favorite part of this whole experience was there were no instructions that came with this game. So we had a pile of fake Monopoly money and we all had our cards and we go to start playing this game and we're like, wait a minute. What do we do with all this fake money? And we're just putting our card in and not like typing anything in or pressing anything. There's nowhere to say how much anything costs. We're just putting our cards in and hoping we have enough money. Well, we were just <laughs> that's, that's actually an adult skill. That's that's, that's true. That's every day. You just put your card in and hope you have enough money <laughs> to buy a compact disc at the record store. Yeah, for a special clearance price of only fifteen dollars. Oh wow! Um, we did not get to play. So, so some of the other games that were, I think, notable and we've mentioned were Ask Xandar, which, as we've already talked about, is like a big. It's like a game with a big crystal ball with a wizard inside. <laughs> yeah, I did not get to play this one. <laughs> and you ask it questions, like fortune questions, and then it, it's sort of like a, a like a fancy magic eight ball. And it says like, my sources say yes, or something. <laughs> Try again later. But you know, like even because I, I, we didn't get to play it, but um, I, you know, there is like when you win the game, you get to switch it over to like he will give you a prediction, and that's the whole thing you work the whole game for is that he's going to answer a question for me, and you pick these doofy questions. You're like, like, <laughs> like, will I spill something on myself in school? <laughs> and he'll just say something abstract like, it's possibly good for you. Like, you don't know anything, Xanar. <laughs> You're pulling this out of your butt. You don't know the future. <laughs> the only thing I think is amazing about it is that it did have the technology to wave your hand over the crystal ball and it would answer you. So that that, that was pretty much all we wanted to do with it was just sit there and wave our hand back and forth over it and make it do things. And I, I do have a little video that I got of Taylor who was just sitting on the floor <laughs> taking all the different questions and waving them over the ball and hearing what she got and then grabbing a different one and waving it over the ball. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. It was totally present for that exchange. <laughs> I think my favorite thing was when Charlie saw this and uh, said it looked like Santa Claus, mm-hmm. the wizard inside, and then took all the gems and said, these are my GMs. <laughs> she also thought that Xandar looked like Peeps. Yeah, she thought that Xandar looked like Ask Peeps. Peeps. <laughs> Peeps is her name for Justin's dad, Clint. So I was hoping, because I was asking it's her. Peeps. I was like, hey, what is this? Who does this look like? Does it look like Santa? And she said, looks like Peeps. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, okay, fair enough. Peeps knows whether or not that boy's going to ask you on a date or not. <laughs> um, we didn't get to play Secret Diary at all. Which is the biggest disappointment so far in my life. Wow. Because Whoa. I got to... Wow. I got, <laughs> I Pretty got good to, life there, okay, Riley. But like, Crap. 
I opened up the box and there was a diary with 365 entries, one for every day of the year, which like that's a committed that's a committed diary writer mm-hmm. that she she or he writes one. I'm assuming it's a girl. Is it a girl? Yeah, all of these games that we that we're I'm only saying about I'm are, assuming it's a girl because yeah. most of these games were you were portraying the part of a girl. Yes. Um trying to get the attention of Dreamy Boys. But yeah. uh this this girl was so dedicated That's problematic. to her. I'm going to put it out there. Oh, go ahead. It's problematic and, games. And there was there was like a whole diary that I'm assuming was part of the game. It's called Secret Diary and there was in there. Mm-hmm. And there were boys for every month of the year. And the August boy that's this month and my birth month was so dreamy. There were and the only thing is like so this also came with a pack of of boys. <laughs> a pack of cards of boys. Uh, and and for like I know there was there was a different boy for each month Um, but one note about these boys is that they do not look like boys they look like men (laughs) and as I was looking at these cards I was thinking this is inappropriate (laughs) these look like men these are all cards of men these do not look like young young boys (laughs) and I mean I guess that's better if it's going to be us adults playing them Tay but I don't want Riley crushing on these men. <laughs> now, I will say the August boy was really into outer space photography, and he did not look like a man. He looked like a boy. He was into outer space photography? Outer space photography. Uh, uh, that's an oddly specific interest. <laughs> <laughs> who wrote these? I want to find the person who wrote these cards, because they all are like, they're trying to make the, the guys sound well-rounded, because it's like, he loves to go fishing with his dad. But also, he's totally fun at parties, and he sips hot chocolate in front of the fireplace. <laughs> and he loves outer space photography. <laughs> Man. He gets A's on all the math tests, but he's also the quarterback. I mean, well, like, they're all, they're all like that. <laughs> Will you all explain to me the basis of this game? Because I didn't get to play it, and I also don't know the rules. I really don't understand what's happening. I just know there's a stack of uh, boy months and a, a diary. And you know what? That's all you get to know. <laughs> I, don't I don't get to know how to play. <laughs> I have to read these I, I, instructions. We'll read it. Taylor? I, I, I'm going to just, I, I am going to not, I don't know, but I'm going to just make a guess based on how the 90s apparently uh, put every game towards young, young ladies, young girls. Uh, you probably have to perform a series of irreverent tasks to get a boy to pay attention <laughs> to you. And... Um, you need to do all the work, and then the boy will like you. That's that's probably how it works. I'm gonna guess. And he'll, he'll take you on a dreamy date. Yeah. Speaking of dream date, do we do? Can we talk about mystery date? I know we didn't play it, but it used to be my favorite game, which is really weird considering it used to be my favorite game when I was like in elementary school. But it was called mystery date. I think that's weird that you had mystery date because mystery date is an old game. Mystery date predates. No, I did have a new version of, of mystery date. And this is the game where like. I don't remember. You have to. You have to like. You move around the board, and it's again. You're getting ready. So like, when you draw different things, like you just finished drawing your hair, you just finished putting on your makeup. You get to take a date card, and the date cards are all different themes of dates. So like, one of them is like a picnic in the park, and one of them's like mm-hmm. a dinner date, and one of them's like a, a movie date. And you pick all these different cards that like all add up to items you need for these dates. So like the picnic date, you need like a bike and a picnic basket. Mm-hmm. and a blanket and i don't even know what the rest of them are but you have to collect them and then you turn the little doorknob and the door in the middle and you open it up and hope you get the boy that matches your date <laughs> and you don't want to get the dud because the dud that's what you think of the dud you know I, the I, dud looks pretty cool though right isn't he in like a torn shirt now and that's has... the old mystery date the dud was super cool no, looking. No. either way it's fine because the old mystery date the dud is like like a greaser kind of dude and the new mystery date he's like a cool like nerd in a plaid suit yeah, he's like, he has like a, a plaid he's shirt. A hipster. With, he's a uh, hipster. He's tucked into his khakis with a pocket protector and like glasses that are taped together. <laughs> he would clean up in Brooklyn. I'm sorry. He's doing fine. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I think that if we were, if the day, if the game was flipped around, um, we might be the dud. Oh, no. <laughs> Why do you have to say that? Not you, Riley. That. Not Riley. But probably you and me, Tay. <laughs> yeah, that's probably fair. Because I think, like, you know, when you get all these, like, tokens or all these things you have to do to get ready for a date, I'm like, man, I don't do any of this stuff. Oh, no. <laughs> that means something Maybe. about me. 
you know, maybe that would be the way. To, like, if I ever wanted to do all that stuff to get ready to go anywhere, which I don't, but like, I think you could motivate me through a series of tokens that I would get rewarded. <laughs> wait, wait! Oh my god! Okay, another million dollar idea. Million dollar sub for an idea. A dating I'm app. I'm ready. A dating app called Duds for Duds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to connect duds with duds yeah that's that's what you, you take pictures you do outer space photography you belong on our app you 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 got there you go i don't know have you ever woken up next to a half-eaten sandwich that's okay me too join our app <laughs> and instead of instead of swiping you like uh, you have to open a door just like mystery date <laughs> you tap to open the or door you just always have to say yes <laughs> <laughs> You have to say yes because your standards are low. No. <laughs> Ouch. Ouch. Speaking of the dud. Ouch. Oh, no. <laughs> I can't wait to tell Justin he married the dud. Uh, what kind of what kind of mystery date boy did you marry, Sydney? Uh, I married the. Was uh, is in the new version? Do they have like? <laughs> podcast guru is that a <laughs> was that one type that you can marry no um Man. there were some other games that were not so misogynistic <laughs> that, thing, that, were very that we played indoctrinating is how i will describe <laughs> i think that's fair to say if you want um, a man work really hard for it make yourself pretty call all of his friends that's probably not a good idea <laughs> Your girl's got your back. <laughs> and lend them clothes too. That's no. the other theme. Um but there were there were games that weren't like that. Uh one thing that we were talking about earlier that I thought was a lot of fun um was perfection. Of course you did. The, the I really of, did like that game. It's the game of life for Sydney. <laughs> I know. You put all the little pieces in and do it quickly before it explodes. Kinda like boggle, right? It's kinda yeah. Like, opposite of boggle no that's not like boggle then boggle do you know explode? what boggle is doesn't boggle explode too <laughs> boggle you, you pop it right exploding boggle <laughs> i think every uh, board game would be more excited if it exploded if it explodes <laughs> operation he's got a bomb inside of him <laughs> it's the gray's anatomy <laughs> operation game um, Guess who has a bomb inside of them? <laughs> Guess who? That was a great game. Just like Elephant the Elephant. He had these butterflies exploding out of it. That's true. That's true. You know, uh, Riley, or not Riley, you're Riley. Charlie. It's me. It's my daughter. Um, has a game that is Thin Ice. You remember the game Thin Ice? Oh, yeah. Um, she has the Frozen version. They have twin. I could not find the original Thin Ice. All I could find was the Frozen version. Or Don't Break the Ice. Sorry. Not Thin Ice. Yeah. Don't break the ice is the one where you tap on the plastic cubes. And you have to try to bro- like break down a cube every turn. But mm-hmm. if you're the one that knocks the people off the ice, then you lose. Yeah. And oh. thin ice is the one with like the piece of paper yeah, that's, that's that you paper get towel. wet <laughs> in the marbles. Yeah. The paper towel that's oh, wet and then you put one. marbles on it. <laughs> that was a, that's a weird concept for a game. There was what a do you lot? do? I think that's it. Like you, you see, you like wet a paper towel and see who is the person that makes the paper towel break by putting weights oh. upon it. There was yep. a lot more mess involved in games of our generation. I, there was a lot of clay involved. There was like that's the, true. the grape escape and splat. Like one, you were a grape that might get smushed. One, you were a bug that might get smushed. Like this is somebody just ran away with his idea. <laughs> there was a lot of setup in a lot of them. I remember Thirteen Dead and Drive was one I really enjoyed. Oh, yeah, I, I love Mousetrap. 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 I don't know if I ever actually successfully played a game of Mousetrap because you, you spend so much time trying to set everything up and then immediately mm-hmm. like everything would go haywire and nothing would work and you'd get frustrated and quit Mousetrap. <laughs> yeah, I remember there was one time where I was very little and I was at Sydney Justin's house and I wanted to play Mousetrap. And I think we set up the game and then Sydney decided we weren't playing Mousetrap anymore. <laughs> Oh, why was fair, I so mean? That's a fair reaction I think to Mousetrap. We were, I think we were hungry and we were like, let's just like, you know, get it set up and then we'll get some food and we'll, you know, play the game while we eat food. And then we set it up. We're like, we can't do this anymore. <laughs> we just have to eat food. Yeah, we're no done such, with Mousetrap. There's no such thing as a quick game of Mousetrap. 
That's true. <laughs> um, Justin has a game that I'm sad I didn't know existed back in the day, which is a VHS uh, Wayne's World game. What? Um, yeah, it's it's. But the greatest thing about it is that you follow the instructions on the VHS tape and then move around the board and I don't know have to party. I think have to get to a cool party. That's that was all. Gosh, so like there was a time that. when all of life was just going to cool parties and getting ready for them. When did that? Then we then we adulted, but mm. the uh, the great thing about it is that it is very clear that they could not get Mike Myers and Dana Carvey to get on the same shooting schedule because they are never together in any of the shots, <laughs> but they try to make them react as if they're in the same shot. So it like shows one talking and then the other one kind of like <laughs> like laughing at him and then and it's so awkward because it's obvious that they were never in the same room when they filmed this. Wayne's World VHS game. That's the best. That sounds amazing. Uh, it also comes with a little cardboard jar of Grey Poupon. I'm not sure what you do with it, but man, I want to find out. <laughs> Why did we play that game? I don't know. He told me about it before, and we watched some of the video, and then we just forgot to bring it. Oh, man. Wait, I know. He also had this scary game called Nightmare which is an old VHS game that has like this really, we played it with you once when you were younger, Riley, and it has this scary Crypt Keeper-ish guy. Yes. Wait. It tells you to do things. Yes. And there's like a timer. Yeah, and there's a timer. Yeah, that wasn't that long ago, I don't think. No, and it, it, it came in several iterations, including one where like the scary person was this weird baby-voiced clown in black and white makeup that, yeah, I know. If you, I, let me tell you, Tay, do not look up. <laughs> I'm sure there are videos of it on YouTube. Do not look it up because it's one of the scariest things I've ever seen. I don't oh, know why yeah. that was okay for kids. I don't want to see anything I've forgotten. related to that. I've forgotten we played that game. And I, I don't even remember what the point of it was. I just know that there was a big scary man <laughs> on my To get to a cool party. <laughs> <laughs> Navigate through the field of nightmare fuel. Put on your nails and your shoes. Go to the party. <laughs> You know what? What's ironic is that Max and Luke were uh, in that one too. <laughs> Every time you kill the demon, you get a get ready token. <laughs> I've been holding on to this for the longest time, and I want you to have it. It's a hammer to defend yourself with. <laughs> <laughs> now, Tay, I don't know if you'll own up to this, but you used to be a big fan of Pretty Pretty Princesses. I will entirely own up to that. I loved Pretty Princess. I, now, granted, this was when I was like eight maybe maybe younger but uh but that I, I mean the point of that game was to travel around the board until you got all of your pretty pretty princess jewels and then you put the crown on and you were the pretty pretty princess <laughs> i loved that game too but i never had a taylor or a sydney to play with so my option was always dad i don't know why it wasn't mom but it was always dad and dad always liked to play pretty pretty princess with me so he could win <laughs> Dad did like to win. Dad was not a fan of the Let Your Kids Win at Board Games. He gets that on us. Um, yeah, because Grandma Jody was not a fan of Let Your Kids Win at Board yeah. Games either, or yeah. your grandkids. She, uh, she cut my... <laughs> what? Oh, I, I remember playing Pretty Pretty Princess with, with our, our grandmother, and uh, yeah. she pointedly made sure that I, I lost so I would learn what losing was like. Hey, you know what? She, I figured that out just fine on my own. Oh, wah, wah. She, she cut my pretty, pretty princess board in half. What? There was, we were playing one time. I was like, it was just the two of us. And she was oh sitting on the couch God. and I set it up on the ground. And she like uh, wanted to drag it closer to her, I guess. So uh, she grabbed like a butter knife that was sitting close to her and like stabbed it into the side of the board to drag it closer to her, but instead of dragging it closer, it just <laughs> created a giant cut down the middle. And my pretty, pretty princess board was then in two pieces forevermore. That's a crazy story. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but like the, the thing that you got if you were like losing, you would get like the cool black jewelry, which looking back, yeah. like, that was way more awesome. Like the black crystal necklace and or the ring or whatever. Like that was pretty cool. That, was, you know, that like, was very cool stuff. I think I think that's what I did. Was like, I like I think I embrace the, uh, the 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 black crystal ring in my, my growing up. <laughs> um, I, I know that was that was definitely 
No, I think that's true. But I, I, I definitely, Riley, whenever I did play games with you, I am totally guilty of the let the little kid win. Um, I realize that now. <laughs> yeah. Um, I always believed in that. Mom believed in that. When mom played, mom was not a big fan of games either. But mom when she played like games, um, mom always let us win. Especially, I feel like if the point of the game is that at the end you get to wear a pretty princess crown. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah, a, that's fair. I'm a grown-up. If I really want to wear a pretty princess crown, I can go buy one. <laughs> <laughs> when you're a little kid, you don't know where those things come from. Like, you don't know how to go buy your own pretty princess crown. So, so. Cindy, are you saying that you have gone to the store and bought yourself a pretty, pretty princess crown what? before? I'm just saying if I was... I'm not... Okay. We all have our own pretty, pretty princess crown, okay? <laughs> it, metaphorically speaking. Uh-huh. There are things that now, as an adult, I can purchase for myself if I want, and I don't have to ask anybody. So a crown. I'm just saying. A sash you, or a staff? Every, everybody has their thing. You know your thing that as a kid, you're like, someday I'm going to be a grown-up, and I'm going to buy all of that that I want. I'm still a kid. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can drive soon. Eight days. Do kids play board games anymore? Um, not really as much. I mean, the board games I've played with my friends are not new games. I mean, like we've played like Monopoly. I mean, that's old. That's Mm -hmm. super old. Um, whenever we play any games, usually it's like on our phones or video games or something electronic. Um, the only card games or board games that we've ever played together before are Cards Against Humanity and, uh, Werewolf. I think we've played before. Yeah. And that's it. Those are both excellent games. I don't know if Cards Against Humanity is, <laughs> it's a, is appropriate. That's a very inappropriate game. I play to that be game playing. a lot at parties. <laughs> I, I love that game, but that's highly inappropriate for you. <laughs> Do you remember us playing that? Taylor, I think you were there. I think it was over the holidays once. We played it with you, Riley. Yeah, Taylor and I were on a team. <laughs> yes. Mom and dad insisted. Like They were like, let's play it. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. What's this game? Yeah, we want to play. And so we played it, and it was like five minutes in, well, we can't play this with Riley. <laughs> there are a few cards where Taylor and I were on a team for this one, and there are a few cards where Taylor would like see them if you do them and be like, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> yeah, I had a private nope. hand over to the side. Yeah. Was, then Riley cannot see this hand. <laughs> and I played rounds with with Taylor like, Riley, we're yeah. going to win this round, but don't look. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. You'd be like, Riley, I know exactly what's going to make us win, but you can't look at it, and you can't know which one was ours. <laughs> And he'd read out, like, whoever was the, the judge or whatever would read the card out loud. And I'm like, which one did, what did we, oh, I don't get it, but okay. <laughs> Do you think your friends would like these board games? Um, I don't, I don't care if they like them or not, because I'm going to make them play them. Like, next time we're all mm. together, I'm going to pull out Dream Phone and be like, guys, look at this super cool phone. Look at these dreamy boys. We're calling all of them. We're figuring out who has a crush on us. <laughs> well, I but do you think that. I was going to say, do you think it's too low tech now? Um, have you seen the technology in that phone? <laughs> it's loud, There's and then it's quiet. So many dreamy boys in there, too. There are so many dreamy boys in the phone. But, you know, there, there are a lot of great phone. games that have come out recently, and they are board games. Like, I think that maybe because they're no longer as mainstream that they've gotten way nerdier. Because, like, I know we've had some, a, a great night playing Last Night on Earth. Uh, that's of, that's yeah. very true. That's a, that's a super that game. fun game. Mm-hmm. It's a yeah, little, yeah. No. a little bit harder then, on the take up, but you know, yeah, it takes a while. Those games are always hard for me to get into because I'm like, oh, I know that learning how to play this is going to take forever. Um, but you're right; they're always fun when we get into them. Pandemics the same way, and I love Pandemic. See, that's a board game I can get into because we're all on the same team. <laughs> <laughs> Does that mean less stress for you, Sid? It's much less stressful if I know we're all working together. Yeah, you don't and have so to I, come up with anything funny. Exactly, I don't have to be funny. And I can work with everyone else and say, like, I think this is the best move for me. But what do you all because like we're working together so we can all bounce it off each other. So like collaboration. And also I'm fighting disease. So I think it's right in my wheelhouse. (laughs) (laughs) I remember the first time we played that game, I was like seven years old. And you were like, "Okay, Riley, we're going to fight diseases. Are you ready? We're all going to be on a team. You're going to be this role. (laughs) We're going to gather all these bacteria or whatever. (laughs) We're going to defeat these diseases. I was like, okay, Sid. Poor Riley. (laughs) Growing up in a world of adults. Well, you you already mentioned it, but can we just, just, like, focus on how amazing a game uh, the the werewolf game is? Because I love that game. I feel like we play it every time we're all all together. 
It is. But like lying in like multi levels of lying. Like trying to look like you're lying so people think you're lying. But then they're like, oh, but maybe they're trying to. It's 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 like that 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 back and forth in the Princess Bride between uh, and Wesley. It's like that's what it's like. It's trying to outthink everybody. My favorite is when you play it with mom after she hasn't played it for a while. So she's mostly unclear about what all the roles do. And like in Werewolf. It's basically you all get assigned a role and you're the only one that knows your role if you don't know how to play. Um, And then you go through a night phase where your role performs different tasks. Two of you are the werewolves or one of you or however many of you are the werewolves. And then you wake up the next day or, you know, after five minutes and you have to determine together who is the werewolf that you want to kill at the end of the game. And then if you kill the werewolf, then the villagers win. And if you kill a villager, the werewolves win. And um, the only people in the werewolves team are the werewolves and sometimes their minion. But like mom... Uh, thought that no one was on a team with anyone except for like themselves <laughs> so there is a role that is very helpful because it tells you who someone else is because that person can see what their card is and mom was just sitting there like i'm a villager or am i the seer <laughs> or do i know what cards i looked at or am i going to tell you <laughs> so we all killed mom that game because she was being such a bad liar but really she was just lying about a good thing and mom and, is uh, an agent of chaos in the game <laughs> <laughs> she is that was mom's job mom was just gonna break the game for all of us <laughs> repeatedly because I feel like we all uh, enjoy the same thing out of that game. We all like a lot of debate. We all like a lot of rich gameplay. Mm-hmm. And mom made it so we all just kind of sat there like, no, wait a minute. Now, now, don't. Once she caught, once she remembered now, the once rules. Now, once she caught on, she was yeah, very good at it. She lied very well. I think she was playing a next level game. She was playing the long game. She confused us all at the beginning. She could do whatever <laughs> she wanted towards the end. And Ooh, it was like, true. She was a shark. She, yeah, no, she I, I don't. I think she was 100% aware of how she was playing that she was a shark she she lulled us all into submission like we all thought well mom doesn't remember how to play this game and then but she, she knew mm-hmm. and she us. won she did mm-hmm. several times yeah. yeah you know you know what's cool about werewolf too that is also based on a really old parlor game oh really where you just you don't have cards or anything you just somebody is the werewolf and you got to figure it out yeah can you play with a deck of cards Mm-hmm. yeah i feel yeah. like that's where we first played it is yeah. travis showed it to us at christmas like two mm-hmm. years ago we played with my sailor moon cards. deck of cards yes yeah, yeah. moon cards yeah it's it's an old game that you could just i, I think originally you didn't even need cards maybe it was always with a deck of cards but either way it's it's a pretty old game yeah just now it's got all these new fancy fancy things and it comes with an app it comes with an app that talks to you <laughs> which is my favorite Werewolves. part put your oh. thumbs away <laughs> the entire course of our beach trip whenever we wanted anyone else to do anything we'd be like sydney get me a soda <laughs> drunk open your eyes I, I did every time like oh that's not me that's not that's it's gonna be. No, the other one <laughs> not you taylor <laughs> justin also kept cheating so he could watch the olympics while we were doing it. <laughs> i looked up a few times when i was supposed to and justin was looking right at me like through his fingers trying to watch the tv and i'm like honey <laughs> Put your head down. <laughs> I'm sure there will be more men's water polo on later. <laughs> well, um, we are not only talking about board games this week, but we filmed them. We filmed them. And some of them. They're going to be on my YouTube channel. If I just stop having so much AP work to do and edit them, get my life together. So sometime soon, Riley is going to upload Before, within like two days. Within the next within, two days. within the next 48 hours. <laughs> Riley is going to upload video of us uh, playing Party Mania and Dream Phone to her YouTube channel. How yes. do people find that, Riley? Um, search my name on YouTube, Riley Smurl. Two separate words, just very simple. Right, then you can watch R-A-L-E-I-G-H-S-M-I-R-L. Real time playing these games with special guest stars. Scampy Mike, Skittles, Joe, and Justin. <laughs> Justin. <laughs> he doesn't have a cool name. He a cool he moniker. Island Boy? Uh, Island Boy Justin, when he's at the beach, he's also Hoops. You know, I J-Man? Call, I call him J-Man. J-Man, yeah. Both yeah. of which he came up with himself. <laughs> yeah, he, de- he definitely gave himself those nicknames. Um, he can yeah. <laughs> Those will be on my YouTube channel if you all want to go look at look at those. Those will be there. Uh, thank you, as always, for listening. Thank you, sisters, for joining me. Hey, for playing thank games you. With me. Thanks for getting all those um, groovy games. 
hey, now I'm I steal have them. them. I'm playing with my friends. You can play them with your friends. I'm going to make Charlie play them. Well, <laughs> uh, <laughs> maybe not. Uh, maybe. This was from a different time, Charlie. <laughs> this, this is just, this is how things used to be. Um, thank you to everybody who listens to our show. Thank you to the Maximum Fun Network for hosting us. You can check out Maximum Fun uh, Network of podcasts. There are wonderful shows, uh, not just ours. I mean, hopefully you think I mean, ours, ours, but also others. Yeah, there are lots of other <laughs> good ones too. <laughs> um, <laughs> we've talked about before My Brother, My Brother and Me, and we've talked about Schmanners, and there's One Bad Mother, and Jordan Jesse Go, and Judge John Hodgman. Uh, there's so many great shows. So All sorts. All sorts. Check those out. Um, thank you to the novellas for use of our theme song, Baby Change Your Mind. And I think that's all I got. Yeah. So this has been Still Buffering, a sister's guide to teens through the ages. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McElroy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. I am a teenager. And, and I was... was... <laughs> <laughs> I'm Travis. And I'm Andy. And we host Bunker Buddies, a comedy apocalypse podcast every Wednesday on MaximumFun.org. We've got a brand new format for our podcast that we hope you want to come and check out. We try out products for your go bag. We'll try out cheddar larvae and cricket bars so you don't have to. We play Would You Rather and answer questions from the audience. And we have great guests that pop into the bunker. It's everything you love about the show and more. Come check it out every Wednesday here on MaximumFun.org. Stay safe out there. There's always hope and cheesecake. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.